You're listening to A Prophet, a collaboration between Sakhlain and Al-Hujja Islamic Seminary. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider becoming our patron by donating at sakhlain.org support. What about this verse in the Quran then? Verse 128 of Surah An Nisa. I'll read for you the translation. And if a woman fears from her husband contempt or evasion or neglect, there is no sin upon them if they make terms of settlement between them. And settlement is best. Okay. What is this verse stating here? Scholars of tafsir have mentioned that the reason why this verse was revealed because at the time of the Prophet there was a man by the name of Rafi' ibn Khudayj. Rafi' ibn Khudayj. He had two wives. One was older and the second one was young and youthful. So Rafi' divorced his older wife because there were some disputes and tension between them. But before the idda was over, that three month waiting period, he made a deal with his older wife. He told her, look, I'm willing to go back to you as a wife, but with new terms. You just have to accept that I love my youthful wife more and I'll, I'll spend more time with her. So either we part ways or you just accept this. So basically, um, she accepted his suggestion and the new terms of the agreement and she figured, you know, it's better than being divorced. So they made peace. Some people thought, well, on what basis did you make peace? You should have just divorced her. The new terms that you made are not acceptable. Some people thought that. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed this verse in the Holy Quran stating if a woman sees that her husband is no longer interested in her and he wants to divorce her but she would like to make peace and comes with new and, and she wants to come up with new terms that are acceptable for him, that's fine. They can do that, she can stay married. In other words, the Quran is not saying that they have to get divorced, that's it. If he cannot um, maintain justice with his wives, then he has to divorce them. The Quran says no, the discretion is given to the wife herself. If she accepts the new terms and those new conditions are stated in the marriage contract or they just agree upon that and make peace and they stay married, that is fine. They have that option, it's okay for them to do that. He's not obligated now to divorce her because a man could say and he's being honest and realistic. He's like, look, I can't deal with them justly. One is uh, 45, 50, one is 25, 30, right? And the guy is just being honest, he's like, I can't treat them equally. I just can't. So there was the impression that, okay, now that you can't treat them equally, you have to divorce the older wife. You have to. Okay, this was the impression. Allah revealed this verse in the Quran stating, no, you don't have to. If the husband talked to his wife, 
they came up with new terms of agreement and she was okay with it, they can go back to each other, that's fine. Give them that freedom to do that, give them that flexibility. Do you see the idea of the verse or it's still vague? Do you have any problem with the verse? No, no, I don't mean with the word of Allah, but this interpretation, the interpretation of the verse. Of course we don't, the, the, the Quran is on our heads. And he made it easier for us men, so. <laughs> what, what do you say? Do you find this tafsir troubling? Is there something troubling about it? See, there was a, there was a case in society where the man was no longer interested in his wife. So he thought that if I'm not interested in her, I have to divorce her then. I can't stay in this situation. So his wife thought about it and he was honest with her. He told her, look, I just cannot treat you like I treat my other wife. I'm unable to. So let me just divorce you. She said, look, don't divorce me. It's okay. You know, now that you're just being honest, you're telling me you can't. I'll accept this. That's fine. I'll live with you however you want. I am willingly going to accept that. The Quran said she has the right to make those terms with him. They can stay married. He doesn't have to divorce her. That's all the verse is stating. Is this, is this problematic? No, it seems like it benefits the wife. Exactly. Remember, she's still under his protection. He's still spending on her. She's not interested at this age to go and find another husband to live with. She's not interested. She's like, look, khalas, I'll just live with you. That's fine. You know, you, you want to favor that other wife? I'm okay with it. I don't want you to divorce me. So people thought that he had to divorce her in that case. She, the Quran came to say no, they don't have to be divorced. If uh, she accepts and he accepts, that's fine. She, they, can, they can live as a married couple, that's okay. So there's, is there anything problematic? Yes. Um, in, in the tafsir of, um, and, and the linguistic definition for the shoes is uh, in the sub verse, I think 34. We'll get to that right now. The wife beating verse, I'll get to that. Right, over there in shoes, as far as I know, shoes over there is explained as, you know, it's, it's you know, infidelity in, in marital you know, relations. So over here, is, is shoes defined differently or even over there? Um, because in this uh, explanation, in this interpretation, there's not... See, the, ling the, linguistic, the linguistic meaning of shoes is someone who does not fulfill their obligation. That's all it means. Uh, it's a type of rejection, right? Um, rejecting one another or rejecting to fulfill your obligation. That's just the linguistic meaning of nishuz. So in this verse that we just spoke about, the way the Quran is using the word nishuz is the man no longer being interested in his wife, so he's not fulfilling the obligation of spending, let's say, time with her. In the other verse, the nushuz is the wife not making herself physically available, not infidelity. No, nushuz does not mean infidelity. It means the wife physically not making herself available to her husband. We'll talk about that verse. So the linguistic meaning of nushuz is just to not fulfill a responsibility or to avoid one another, not interested in one another. That's all it means. There is no embedded meaning of infidelity. Is the, socially, is that how people think of it? It's a verse that I've, I've wrestled with a lot, and uh, the best so far that I've come up with, and you know, I'm changing my mind, 
is um, something that Dr. Abdul Halim uh, in, in Oxford, he said, he said, your shoes is just that, um, you know, rejection of marital duty where... Because of infidelity? Because of infidelity, because it says, when, when else would a man fear? It's not, oh, you know, you didn't do my bidding and, and make chai for the, for the in-laws, therefore, you know, it's a man would be yeah. scared. When you're concerned, her, yeah. If her, yeah, he's concerned when her her loyalties are now with a different man. Right. And so therefore it's that three-part process. That See, that, that could be one application of the verse. But if we want to stick to the linguistic meaning, sure. then it, it simply... Even linguistically, doesn't your shoes have that animosity and hatred that she's now becoming... Yeah, like I said, rejection. They're, they're not interested in one another. Or not fulfilling their marital responsibilities. Yeah, being high-handed too, of course. But remember, the Quran, just like it uses nashus for the wife, it uses it for the man. So like so in this verse. So that's what I'm saying. But over here, so it's not just infidelity. No, no, I agree. But in, in this interpretation, the one with, I, I forget the companion's name, who had the two wives, one was older, one was younger. I, I, I might have missed it, but I didn't see where he had that rejection he just sort of lost interest and he said okay now kind of like the one that the sunnis accuse well see see basically um what happened is when he was more interested in his younger wife he fell short on some of his obligations right so he started spending less time with her and basically when he found himself in that position he's like okay let me divorce you because i don't want to stay in this situation right so in, in, the, in the case of this companion, he did fall short. Now the reason why he fell short of his marital duties is because he, he was not interested in her anymore. Because he was disgusted? No, 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 he, he would just, basically, um, that wife was... I'm trying to fit the word your shoes into... No, 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 he was not disgusted by her. And, and basically he accepted her back as his wife. He was just, just not interested in spending that much time with her. So out of four nights, he'd spend more, a lot more time with the other one. And maybe he'll stop by and see this one, right? But he'd still spend on her. He still was living, but he fell short on the time aspect. So he wasn't being just. He wasn't being just with the time, exactly. Otherwise, he, he was not disgusted by her. He just wasn't that much interested, like the other one. He did have some interest, not that much. So that's the meaning of Nishu's with the man. Now... The Qur'an in the verse immediately after this verse, so after verse 128, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in verse 129 warns men. The sisters are going to like this verse. They will love it. Allah warns men. Listen to this verse. I know you felt troubled hearing this whole story. It's like, oh, look at these poor wives having going to the... <laughs> well... It's better to examine it briefly now than postponing it till next week where we have to look at it in depth. So Allah warns Ben and tells him, look, don't put yourselves in situations like that where you're going to do injustice to the wife and then one of them, she has to be in mid-air not knowing what to do. Her husband, uh, <laughs> the Quran uses that, kalmu'allaqa, hanging, uh, just like that. <laughs> So the Quran says, وَلَن تَسْتَطِيعُوا أَن تَعْدِلُوا بَيْنَ النِّسَاءِ وَلَوْ حَرَسْتُمْ Allah says, look you men, 
You won't be able to be just with your wives. Be careful. If you're going to marry another wife, make sure that you're confident you're going to be just with them. But if this is going to happen, you're going to start spending more time with the other ones and then disregard the other one and then you won't give her her rights. That's unacceptable. So even though Allah does mention in the previous verse, okay, you know, there's room for reconciliation, let them stay married, but Allah then warns men, don't put yourself in a situation like that. That's wrong. <laughs> they skip this verse, huh? <laughs> in any case, uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did reveal this verse to warn men, just to be responsible, right? Don't just go and marry out of desire and then you get stuck in a situation like that. Be, be, even if you marry a second wife, let it be purposeful. Let there be a reason for it, a valid reason for it.